Okay, so let's say you know you're going through your run and you finish your run, and you have a little nagging pain that kind of comes and goes. Just pay attention to it. So you know your body experiences pain when it feels like something isn't right. Hello, Ariman and Beyond. It's weekend, but guess what? We are here, and we are actually so fortunate to have Dr. Michelle Ribosi one of our special guests for this week. And let me introduce you, Dr. Ribosi. Actually, I've been working with Dr. Ribosi for a while now. So Dr. Michelle Ribosi has a doctorate in physical therapy and has also completed the Movement Performance Institute Lower Quarter Biomechanics Fellowship Program under Dr. Chris Powers. Wow, that's long. She's also <laughs> a board certified orthopedic specialist through the American Board of Physical Therapy Specialists. Her interest includes ACL rehab, injury prevention, sports rehab, running, and cycling analysis. This is a good part. She is also a triathlete, so she knows and understands what we go through because she does it herself. Plus, she also serves as a lead assistant coach at Life Pacific University for their women's basketball program. So welcome, Michelle. And Thank you so much for your time. How are you doing, Michelle? Of course. I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here and hopefully I can help the athletes out. Awesome. Great. Well, let me show you guys how I met Dr. Michelle. Okay. Oh, I remember now. Don't you remember whenever you feel something like I felt what I felt is actually knee pain. So I was actually cycling in the mountains. It was like back to back training for the Red Bull Trans-Siberian Extreme. And that was back in 2017. That was about four or five years ago. So when I was training, I'm like, ah, but I still need to train tomorrow and my knee is not holding up. What am I gonna do, right? So by that time, like I was so frustrated because I was doing everything I can with all my power, like everything I was doing, my strength training also, I was seeing my personal trainer, but it's not like, it's not working. So I actually, what I did, I went to go to, let me see, Covina Hill Sports Medicine where I met uh, Dr. Michelle. So that was the first time I met her and she was actually referred to me by another multi-ultraman finisher. And so I talked to her and what's going on. And so she helped me out. What she actually helped me out was that she did a running analysis on me and then also cycling analysis. And one of the great things that uh, actually Dr. Michelle told me is like, I think it was like my left glute. My left, your left glute is so weak and your right glute is not. And therefore blah, blah, blah. So there I've learned a lot. And I'm like, why? I mean, you know, I have all my experience, but unless until like I actually saw and met someone who's a professional like Dr. Michelle, who knows what she's doing, uh, especially, you know, especially she's also a triathlete, that was actually eye-opening. So she actually prescribed to me, okay, these are the exercises that you need to do. So from there on, I've learned a lot from her. And so one of the things that she has done for us is that she actually done master classes for Pisces facts. Like for example, this one is about hamstring care. She's kind of like me. She doesn't just talk. She actually wants to make sure that you understand what she's talking about. So she would like do a demonstration. And then let me see. She also do, did the lower back. So this one is knee pain during the off season, lower back hamstring, and she answers questions. She's just so generous. So again, thank you so much, thank Dr. You. Michelle. She's been with us for like about five years now. So today we're going to be talking about knee pain. I'm going to shut my mouth. And basically what I'm going to do is just spit out all the questions instead. <laughs> Let me say hi to 
those who are listening right now or who's on the line. So anyone else who are actually tuning in, hashtag live. And if you're in or tuning in or uh, listening to the replay, just hashtag replay so you know, we know who's who. And just feel free to actually ask a lot of questions. So now, um, now that we're talking about knee pain, which is really, really common, don't you think, Dr. Michelle? How much of the athletes that you've seen that knee is usually the one that's the reason that they're actually coming to you for help? Yeah, a lot. So the knee is tricky because the knee is stuck between your ankle, which moves in a lot of different motions, and your hip, which moves in a lot of different motions. So if you're having issues in your hip or issues in your ankle, you know, your knee is going to take the, the brunt of the force. So there's a, um, it's very common in running, cycling even, and yeah, some swimmers. Does so. it vary like in terms of age or like whether female or male, or does, is it like just really a common thing? It doesn't matter what age or like what kind of athlete they are or like what kind of levels. Yeah. I think as you get older, you know, obviously, okay. you know, put you at more risk. Um, and then it really depends on your training type and your movement mechanics. So women are more likely going to have knee pain versus men because of our hips and our structure. I see. I see. So now, so one of the things, I mean, the, the knee structure, you just mentioned the knee structure. And in my own words, <laughs> or like if I may just make it easy and like simple language, you know, like, okay, where's your knee pain? Side, left, back, or top, and then, or like this, and then or like screenshot, Buddha. But how about walk us through, just, you know, kind of like give us a quick big picture. What's going on with the knee? Okay, so um, basically you can look at the knee in four different parts. So you have the front, the back, the inside, and the outside. Um, I would say the most common is going to be anterior knee pain, which will be in the front. Um, uh, so you could see there's going to be three main things in the front. So if you just touch the middle of your knee and you feel your kneecap, that's called your patella. So mm. it's common to have pain um, around that area. So right around this joint, that's possible. That would be called patella femoral pain. And then um, you can have it in the tendons above and below the kneecap. So if you just touch your kneecap and move your fingers down a little bit, that's going to be called your patella tendon. If you touch your kneecap and move up, that's your quad tendon. Mm. And like I said, just around the kneecap, you can develop patellofemoral joint pain. Then in, in the back, if you're having pain in the back of your knee, it could be two different things. Usually, you know, this is obviously very general, but... Um, if you potentially, you know, are, have a lot of hamstring pain or um, pull your hamstrings or calf pain as well, you can develop posterior knee pain, which is just pain in the back of the knee because of that. You can actually develop joint irritation, um, which is going to send, I'm not sure if you guys have heard of a Baker cyst, but yeah. that's basically joint swelling. Mm -hmm. And that's going to present as a kind of like a big knot in the back of your leg that could cause back could cause knee pain as well. So those are all possibilities of, um, you know, how you can injure those areas. I do have a question on that. So yep. well, I know you showed the structure, right? Is there something like, something more of like, okay, this part is a serious one. This one is okay, not so bad. I'm looking at more of like athlete's perspective. We want, you know, yeah. like, so which one is it like, are, are they, or are, are they something that, 
anything that if I feel pain here, that's something that I really need to take care of? Um, good question. So I would say if you have had a blunt trauma to it, that is something you need to go get looked at because potentially that could be like a tear, whereas physical therapy or conservative care wouldn't actually fix that. I say a hundred percent, but, um, if it's, you know, an overuse injury, which is usually what it is, if you have pain in any of those areas, it's not like an emergency, but it's probably, not going to get better on its own. You, you have to adjust your training some way yeah, or do something to, you know, change. Gotcha. Gotcha. The stress. So it really, it really depends. So like, for example, in any of those area depends on the intensity or how bad it is, whether yeah. or what kind of care that I'm going to have to do. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Hey, Alicia. Welcome, Alicia. So anyone who's just joining in, just hashtag live. Welcome and let's enjoy. Hopefully you guys got the picture of that knee. If you guys have any question there, did you guys get that one? That's pretty serious thing. <laughs> but that's what's inside inside there uh, that we are actually gearing to actually understand more. So now our athletes who are listening here are generally triathletes. So they're swimming, cycling or running. Mm -hmm. uh, are they... Like for example, swimmers, would they usually get some knee pain or usually just more of cycling or running or does it, does it fit? Yeah, so um, generally, right, the cyclists and the runners are w a lot more common. Swimmers uh, are normally gonna be dealing with shoulder pain. Uh, but seeing, you know, knee pain in swimmers and that usually has to do, it just depends on their stroke and the type of kick. Yeah, too too much kick, <laughs> kicking. Yeah, too much. Yeah, exactly. which is not the right technique. All right. So Elise yeah. is actually asking, uh, I have a chronic perineal tendinitis in my right ankle. I don't know if it's related, but my right knee feels like it's going, ouch. My right knee feels like it's going to pop or it needs to pop. It doesn't hurt. I think it's like the cracking, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, Alicia, but it doesn't hurt at all, but it's just uncomfortable. Could this be a serious or is it this just probably just inflammation? That could it's it's probably nothing serious it's probably you know an overuse um injury so but if you don't address it then it could become you know you would increase your inflammation because you're constantly going to be stressing that tissue but yeah so what that could potentially be coming from is your ankle structure knee structure or um some weakness you know other ankle stabilizers so on the other side, we have a post-tib, posterior tibialis muscle. Um, we have, a, you know, obviously the big calf muscle in the back. It, you know, depending on how your, your legs are landing when you run and your foot is landing, you could be stretching that tendon. So if you're landing like on the outside of your foot, you mm. could be stretching that tendon. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's probably something that, you know, you'd want to get looked at. Somebody who can analyze your whole running, especially if it came on from running or whatever brought it on. If it came on from cycling, um, you're going to want to get that. I think it's, it's a good thing also to actually give a feedback for like professional like you, whether it's you feel something when you're cycling or when you're running, because there's a difference, right? Uh, Dr. Michelle? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? So, oh, okay. yeah. So some people will come to me that are triathletes and they'll say, oh, I have this um, you know, maybe it's the, the post-tib pain or the peroneal pain while I run, but I don't necessarily have it when I'm riding my bike. Yeah. So 
then we, yeah. then we know, okay, well, we should look at how they're running. Okay. Did that answer your question, Alicia? All right. Good question. Good question. So that, that was really, really helpful. Um, let me see. Uh, I've had like athletes actually regarding about the back of the knee. Mm -hmm. And, and I know that area is very sensitive. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of nerves there. And I, I tell them, don't massage it. No, because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's very sensitive and you can actually hurt yourself further. Right. So the question is more of like a lot of athletes when, um, when they have knee, they would just basically stretch. Stretching is good, but sometimes it may not be good, especially with the timing and also what kind of stretching. Right. But so for example, if a, an athlete has a, Felt like let's say that person is running and then suddenly they felt pain it's not so bad just yet just something you know what would you recommend for them to do are they in the middle of a race <laughs> yeah if in the race then you have to up. keep going and you have to finish get, get all the pain reliever you can get yeah. <laughs> just um training just training oh just training okay so let's say you know you're going through your run and you finish your run and you have a little nagging pain that kind of comes and goes, just pay attention to it. So, you know, your body experiences pain when it feels like something isn't right. You always just want to pay attention to it and you don't want it to get worse. Things in the back of the knee, there's really going to be three main things it could be. It could be your, your hamstring. That could be because maybe your hamstrings aren't strong enough or the opposite. So your calf could just get sore maybe you're moving in a way that you're overusing it or it's just not strong enough to take your load the other thing is actually you're developing swelling in your joint and what happens is that swelling is going to get pushed to the back of the knee that's called a baker's cyst so you, if you rub the back of your knee it might feel like a hard ball in the center or in your in your upper calf area mm -hmm. that's going to be due to the way you run, if you land very stiff and you don't have a lot of cushion, you know, in your joint or your muscles aren't strong to take the load, you can develop the joint inflammation, which is going to kind of get pushed back in. The gotcha. Gotcha. So, good. Yeah. Good. All right. Uh, Alicia says, it, yes, it helped. Thanks. Um, so now I have another question. So for example, like a lot of cycles that I would see and that could, yeah, that's one of them, just me too. Someone okay. <laughs> So for example, like cycling, cycling, cycling. And there are some else like would, would use their hand and like bam, bam, bam. Every time they feel something on the knee, kind of like massaging it, you know, like uh -huh. inside of the knee. Is that yeah. helping? It's kind of helping because it's more of like massaging it, right? Is that right? While you're, while you're riding or after? Yes. Yeah. During ride, actually. During oh ride. yeah. Yeah. So yeah, totally. If you're getting pain in the front of your knee and there's something you can do to alleviate it, then if, and rubbing, you know, helps, then that's totally fine. What you're doing probably is loosening up your quad muscle. So if you're, you know, cycling is very quad dominant. So if your quad is, you know, just hammering down and it's, it's pulling on your tendons, it's pushing your kneecap down. If you just kind of rub it out, it's just like a distraction yeah. basically. Yeah. Gotcha. that would be the muscle imbalances so i guess yeah. that makes sense also whenever um let's say so for example i i had some instances like during a run that i would like, for example if i feel even before my knee actually hurts like i feel like something's coming it's during a race and before it comes like wherein i cannot handle it anymore i'd grab an ice and then put it inside my uh inside my shorts and or somewhere where in my glutes or it band 
to actually kind of like lower the inflammation. And it does work because, you know, like suddenly, like I, it seems like it's, I'm feeling something. Is it because of that? But they're all just connected, kind of like loosen up or lower the inflammation in terms of the- Yeah, knee. oh, so you're saying you, you feel knee pain, but you put the ice on your hip? Yeah, oh, well, yeah, because I can't hold it. Or like, for example, somewhere in my hamstring, I'll put, yeah. the, I'll put the ice on the my hamstring. And yeah. later on, like, oh, the knee pain is gone. Like, I, I did not feel it for the- Yeah, time. honestly, that, I mean, obviously that doesn't do much to your knee because you're like, it doesn't touch your knee, but what it's doing is it's just affecting your brain. So, oh, you know, okay. it's not, yeah, it's not- um, you know, your knee pain is not that threatening anymore. If it's not that bad and you stimulate your, your body somewhere else, your brain's going to go to that. Basically. Mm. Oh, okay. Or could it be because my hamstring might be too tight that actually causing muscle imbalance for the knee? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Maybe. Yeah. 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 All right. We have another question, Gabby. Uh, Gabby, when I run more, yeah, this one is a good question. Uh, when I run more than 15 miles, I get pain on the sides of my lower patella ligaments what will cause this problem? So running over 15 miles and you get knee pain on the, on the inside of your- Yeah, lower patella, yeah. So that is definitely gonna be an overuse thing. Does that mean that you can't run 15 miles? Absolutely not. It just means that you have to get stronger and you have to build to your, um, you know, build your capacity. So it would be beneficial to film yourself Maybe you could film yourself from the side or from the front and you could see if you're doing anything that's um, that doesn't look normal in running and, you know, try to fix that movement movement mechanic. Because what can happen is even if you just have a slight um, something that's very slight, that's off, you know, if you do anything up for 15 miles, you know, you're going to start to feel it. So that could have to do so it could have to do with that you just have a slight movement imbalance sort of a thing or um a weakness where your muscles just aren't strong enough yet to endure 15 miles or yeah. 16 miles um once you pass that capacity then you just start you know something's gonna give and then you start feeling the pain yeah i agree sometimes it's also training yeah yeah training yeah um, especially, uh, if the athlete's actually like going big volume, like right away and not, yeah. it has to be like gradual progression. Um, so then the yep. next one, um, knee support. So a lot of athletes would actually wear knee support. And I was, I was using a lot of knee support when I was uh, just a marathoner before, and I was more like dependent on it, but okay. it, it kind of worked. And also at the same time, I will put ice in it, which holds because it holds, but when do we know when we should buy a knee support? Yeah, so I don't think knee supports are bad. They're not going to hurt your knee, but okay. they're not the best thing. You know, the knee okay. support or a brace is a quick fix, right? So mm -hmm. I'm getting, I'm having knee pain. I'm right. Let's just say, oh, I'm going to run eight miles and I'm having knee pain in the front of my knee. And so I'm going to put a brace on that's going to help fix that. Well, I'm not real, but maybe the real cause of me getting knee pain is because my quad is weak or my glutes are weak sure. or something. Yes. So the knee brace is just masking it. And it's probably, if you were going to advance your training, you know, it's probably not going to last you that long at some point, the tissue. I agree. I agree. So like, you know, if you need something, a quick fix, then it's not bad, but um, it's just, that's kind of what it is. A quick fix. 
Yeah, no, I totally agree about that. Especially, uh, you know, what's the long-term solution? Because yeah. like, for example, one of the athletes that you've actually helped, Claudia Flynn, who's mm -hmm. also Ultraman finisher. There's also Luigi, who's also Ultraman yeah. finisher. Well, Claudia even said like, you know, all I had to do is just Dr. Michelle's exercises and my knee is much better. And I only <laughs> have to do it like for 10, I think she even said like only five, 10 minutes. Um, Luigi also said like, you know, oh, when I did, the, when I, I actually was a team captain for Luigi, she, he was, sorry, he was really diligent in doing your exercises that he would actually do it before the, he did it before the race and he was it's basically good activation exercise. So he's very thankful about that. Um, good, thank you. Um, we have another question. So yeah. for those who's actually uh, just viewing right now, hashtag live. And if you're viewing the replay, hashtag replay. If you have questions, we have, we still have a little bit of time. We're kind of like extending. Thank you again, Michelle, because we're excited. Yeah, of course. This. But please post your questions. So another question, Edison from um, Florida, actually. How do you correct if one leg is longer by two millimeter by uh, compared to the other one? Oh, good question. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's like Luigi on myself. <laughs> yeah. So first, you should have someone look at it. If it there's two sorts of like leg length discrepancies, you can have structural or functional. Structural, you know, there's nothing you can do about it except for putting a wedge in your shoe. Okay. Structural means that's just how you were built. That's your, um, you know, your bone structure. Um, parents fault. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I said your parents fault. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you could still run. You just have to get maybe a custom shoe if it's really bugging you um, or build your muscle strength to deal with it. But, um, the other one though would be uh functional so functional is going to be if your pelvis is rotated one way or the other and that's due to muscle imbalance so that there's a lot that goes into that it could be tight hip flexors tight hamstrings weak glutes weak core um it would be probably beneficial i'm not sure if he can type an answer but if he's had any professional look at it or like you know Okay. Have you had a professional look at it, Edison? So we'll wait for your answers. Um, okay. So we're waiting for his answer. Now we, okay. We'll get back to you, Edison. Okay. Next question. Welcome, Christina. Okay. Here. Does running barefoot on the sand, like for example, at the beach for about six miles have any negative effect on the knee? I've done it a few times, but now the back of knee hurts, or should I do shorter runs? Yeah. <laughs> Baby steps. Go ahead, Dr. Soft Michelle. Sand, soft, Dr. Soft Michelle sand. Yeah. Okay, so um, that's awesome. That's pretty hard training. But um, <laughs> so it's not bad, but you just have to have the strength to do it. So, you know, running on the soft sand where the water is not, that's really unstable. And that may, that's a lot of work on your calf. Your calf is working extra hard in the sand because it's yeah. trying to stabilize your foot. So your back of the knee pain is probably you're overworking your calf. I, I'm just taking a guess, you know, but um, that's what I would guess. So maybe um, go down the beach more towards the water and start on a little harder. There you go. And then, or like yeah, what coach was saying, you can decrease your miles. miles. Yeah. Um, yeah, to adjust. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, those are, that's actually a good, yeah, solution there. 
um yeah it's harder i mean <laughs> that's actually a harder barefoot yeah. like, hardcore hardcore okay so edison said no he has <laughs> not had it. <laughs> he has not had it checked edison okay said. yeah so you know any physical therapist would be able to okay i would say look like google a good running analysis in your area and um, or just like a good sports physical therapist that could potentially help you with that. Um, if functional, so he, he got it from a bike fit. Yep. Oh, bike fit. Which is a good thing. Um, yeah. You know that the bike fit are actually you know see that too. So now let's say um, we're almost done actually. So now if I'm running or like an athlete is running, how do we know that the knee pain is serious or when when do the athlete would need to actually see a professional or who's the professional that we should see first. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if there's really any serious knee pain where meaning like it's a medical emergency, unless you have a blood clot and you're like hot, red and swollen, or you think you blew an artery back there, which happened by overuse injury. So that's like a trauma. So, But you would want to see somebody if a couple things are going on. If first of all, you're, you're noticing that your activity is limited and you can't do what you want to do because of pain um, and the pain's not getting better. It's either getting or staying the same. It's just, you know, smart to go to go see somebody um, to help you get on track. Um, a couple things you could try are different strengthening um exercises okay if you have someone you know instructing you in that that are pain free so when you're experiencing pain you want to try and train pain free because the pain free range is where your what your tissues can handle and then you would want to build into that so um the other thing is just adjusting your your running so like for the lady who asked about the 15 mile run you could kind of tail back down to 13 miles and see how that, you know, how that is. Yeah. You'd have to adjust. Um, but yeah, definitely go see somebody if it's limiting you and it's not improving. Okay. Um, when like, for example, I'm observing how my knee is going, right. Okay. I think it's going to be okay. Uh, but how, is there like a duration? Like how long will I observe it? Would it be two days, three days or like a week until I see a professional or the um, yeah, that'll be kind of up to, yeah, up to you. If, if it's, let's say you go on a run and now my, now your knee's hurting. So you, yeah. you take a week off and the knee pain is better, but then you go back and you run again and the knee pain comes back. That's kind of where it's like, it's right, why is this happening? This is something I'm doing when I'm running. So then you would want to get it looked at. Got it. Got it. When you say look up, which professional, who do we look up? Like, is there anything specific or do we go specialist or general first? Or? Well, I'm, I'm a little biased, so I'm going to say <laughs> physical therapist. All right. uh, um, if well, you're looking, yeah, because a lot of other, there's a lot of other really awesome um, professionals that you can go to. So chiropractor, acupuncture, you know, all the recovery people that do the cupping, the massage. Oh, yeah. You know, you could definitely try all of that. The only thing with that is if you're if you're struggling with weakness somewhere or um, poor movement mechanics, the, the profession that looks at that is physical therapy. So the therapists, 
you know, you're going to want to find somebody who specializes in sports and running for sure. Um, that can video you. If, if your therapist is not taking a video of you running and your knee pain is from you running, then you probably want to go somewhere else. Um, you can go to an orthopedic doctor, of course, if you think it's more serious, um, but you know, an orthopedic doctor is going to tell you to rest, take anti-inflammatories. And if it's really bad, let's do a cortisone shot. And if nothing fixes it, then maybe I'll go in and do a surgery. I do believe whenever I see, like, for example, Dr. Michelle or other physical therapists, you know, it's more of like, it's not just a band-aid, like what you said. It's more of like, how can I really not have knee pain? So so for, uh, with ever since I've seen Dr. Michelle, my running or my cycling has been better. The, you know, as long as my training is good, because it's not just, you know, what Dr. Michelle, your training has to be like training progression, baby step. All right. So yeah. I want to make sure that everyone knows, make sure it's again, baby step. You, you heard the Dr. Michelle, she said, do first like 30 seconds. Okay, don't go overboard. It's not like going jump. So again, it's training progression. Well, actually consider it as a training also. Um, yeah, because some athletes are go-getters. They're like, I want to get it now, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think, um, so now my question is like, so do you have top three things that you could recommend athletes who are actually experiencing knee pain or how can they prevent knee pain before it even happens? Like what are the top three things that you could actually recommend us actually, because that includes me. Okay, definitely strengthening. Okay, so I think I feel like a lot of times what happens is we have athletes that come in of all, all types of athletes, not just triathletes, but, um, and they just are sports specific. So they just run, swim, bike, or they're just playing basketball. They're just playing soccer and they're not doing any sort of cross training. They're not strength training. So I would say, even when you're in season, you know, even when you're in season, you know, one or two days of strength training in season, um, while you're out of season two to three days of just really specific strength training, um, definitely hitting your glutes, your glutes are super important for, um, um, hip stability. And they, it even trickles down all the way to your, to your feet. Um, so yeah, so strengthening your glutes, cross training, and then, um, probably this is random. We didn't really touch on it today, but make sure your hip flexors are stretched out <laughs> because if your hip flexors are really tight, that could cause a lot of um, problems in your low back down to your knee, which can go to mm. as well. So got it. Um, cool. yeah. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so mm, I think I asked everything. So now if I have more questions or if other athletes have more questions or actually I remember now, yeah, you mentioned about, uh, run video analysis or the cycling analysis, why would you actually recommend that? Because I did get it and, you know, I, I, get, I learned a lot from my techniques, but why, what's the purpose of it? Just, you know, give us why. Yeah. Uh, the main thing is that it's really specific. So it's not, you're not guessing. You are looking at exactly the activity you want to do, the exactly the activity is causing your pain and, um, and you're going to know exactly what's causing your knee pain. It's not like, well, okay, you know, your hamstring's a little tight. So potentially it's causing this. It's like, no, when you're looking at your running, you could say, okay, well, when you're running, you're doing this. And 
having weakness in your hand and you know, this, this, and this could cause that movement fault. So let me test it. Maybe you're positive for two out of three of those things. So it just really narrows it down. Um, I'm, I'm glad you said that. Um, Cause like, for example, the questions that I gave to you, well, Dr. Michelle, maybe it's because of this. And you, your answer is just like, maybe. Dr. Michelle is really specific. He, she's not going to say yes or no if she's not really testing it because she wants to be, that's why she has all this uh, analysis that she does in her clinic. So if, if other people actually want to see you, want to see you for uh, you know additional questions or like, for example, analysis like that, or they want to ask you questions, how will they be able to reach you? Yeah, so you can um, totally email me. I could post my... Okay. Maybe I'm not sure if you can see the Zoom, but maybe Shangri-La, you can post my email. Okay, we will do that. Um, so yeah, and I, I can get back to you. I, I, it sounds like everyone's from a bunch of, you know, all over. Different, yeah, yeah. But, I'm um, in I'm, the United States, actually. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So I'm in Southern California. So if you're in Southern California, you can always stop in the clinic as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, feel free anytime. I'm more than happy to answer any emails, any questions that you guys have. So that's okay, great. Thank you so much. Yeah, of so course. That's it. Well, have a great weekend, everyone. Thank you again. Thank you. Till next time, Dr. Michelle. Bye. Thank you. Bye.